Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Garkey. Let's get this show on the road. Just going to give you guys the picks and my predictions for how the top four in the college football playoff poll will come out. So I'll give you the picks in the NBA, the NHL, and college basketball. Give me my thoughts on last night's game. Does it change the audit report? Uh, no. Uh, I. It doesn't really. Congratulations to Philly. They did get their revenge, but it didn't. I mean, they won, but Kansas City blew it more often than Philly won it. But, you know, I'm going to reveal the audit report as well as far as the NFL goes, and then we'll be. Then I'll be out of here for today. And then I'll be back later tonight to record the Thanksgiving episode, which you guys will get on Thanksgiving Day. But I'm going to record that probably either right after this one or right before I fall asleep tonight. But for today's show, it's going to be quick, going to be simple. Let's go ahead and do the picks first. That's the easy one. And then <clears throat> that's the easy stuff. And then I'll get out of here with the audit report and my thoughts on the college football playoff stuff and everything else. So let's go ahead and start with the picks. Again, only five games on today in the NBA, and the bets are courtesy of ESPN Odds. So let's go ahead and do this right away. Uh, of the... Yeah, there's only five games. Of the five, go with the Suns, minus 13.5 over Portland, and... Go with the Lakers, minus 7.5 over the Jazz. If you want a specific score there, let's go Lakers 120 to 112. Remember, if it's at a half, I put the margin within 8 just to do a little, just to make it fit. So 120, 112, LA over Utah, if you want a specific score there, and then... Again, take the Suns minus 13.5 over the Trailblazers for today. So those are the two games for today. Again, it's in-season tournament day. So if you're going to watch and you see the stupid little colored, color-coded, uh, color it's a weird alliteration day, so bear with me. Color-coded courts, then... <laughs> you know what it is. It's in-season tournament time. Don't really care, but just take those picks either way. Suns minus 13.5 and, and Lakers minus 7.5. For the NHL, let's go ahead and do this now. Uh, let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Wow. 14 games on today, but I'm only going to give you three. So... Let's go with the easy one out east. Actually, let's go with the fun one in the east coast window, which is 7 Eastern. So let's start there. Um, let's go with the Bruins on the road in Sunrise tonight. Bruins are minus 115 on the money line. If you want a specific score, go 4-2 Bruins on the road in Florida. Game number two, let's jump into the Mountain 
time range. Uh, let's go Calgary minus 115 on the money line. And we'll go 3-1 Flames over the Preds. And then let's jump down west. Let's take the Ducks over the Canadiens. The Ducks minus 125, although they've lost three in a row. So a little, actually two in a row because they got lost to Florida and then lost to St. Louis and then haven't played yet this week. So they've lost two in a row, but Anaheim can get on a hot streak. They did it once already. Hopefully this is a get-right game for the Quack Attack. Go with the Ducks over the Canadiens. Anaheim minus 125 on the money line. And take a three-goal win for the Ducks. Three to nothing. A shutout win. I don't care if it's Lucas Dostal in Golden Knight or John Gibson. Three to nothing. Ducks over the Canadiens. So again, your picks are the Ducks over the Canadiens. The Bruins over the the Bruins over the Panthers and the Flames over the Predators. Those are your picks. If you want a fourth one, I'll just throw in one just for giggles, giggles and poops. Go with the Golden Knights over the Stars. Dallas is minus 130 on the money line. But go with the Golden Knights on the road. Rematch of the Western Conference Final. Uh, let's go. Let's go 4-2 Golden Knights over the Stars. So those are your picks tonight in the NHL. And then with the NBA, actually let's do college basketball and then I'll give you my thoughts on last night's game and give you my predictions for how the top four will play out because it won't get revealed here for another half hour so I can play around with it. But, and there we go. Uh, yeah, we are on Tuesday. So, Florida State is beating Colorado right now, 70 to 65. Uh, that game is off the board. In fact, that's in overtime, so that's not even touchable. So, that's an update. James Madison beating Southern Illinois, 14 to 6. Eh, not touchable there. Gonzaga beat Syracuse. In Maui, 76-57. So of the games that have yet to be played, go with Duke, minus 26.5 over LaSalle. Uh, Tennessee and Purdue, a big early top 10 matchup in college basketball in Maui. Uh, go with Purdue, minus 3.5, and go with Kansas over Marquette. Marquette barely beat UCLA, knocked UCLA off the list of the unbeatens with a two-point win last night. But I just don't I don't buy Marquette, not even as a tournament team. And maybe Purdue, especially with the best big man in college basketball and Zach Eady. Maybe they'll ex or no, Purdue's facing Tennessee, but um, Kansas will expose Marquette tonight. Go with the Jayhawks minus four and a half. So if you need picks again of the games that have not happened, go with Duke minus 26 and a half over LaSalle. Go with Purdue minus three and a half and go with Kansas at minus four and a half. But of that top 10 matchup in Maui, uh, let's go Purdue. They'll win by four. 
This is college, so expect a game in a low, low 70s, maybe, especially if you're playing Purdue. Uh, 72-68, Purdue over Tennessee. So, 72-68, Purdue over Tennessee. That is your top pick, and then take Kansas minus 3.5. Or take Kansas minus 4.5 over Marquette. So, those are your two top picks, and then... You always take Duke, especially with that wide of a spread. It's actually very, very easy with that one. But with that, let's go ahead and give you guys sit, you know, because I've got the holiday specials. I'll give you guys the picks. You know what I'll do before I do the uh, playoff predictions or I'll do it before I do the poll predictions. I'll give you my upset picks. It's rivalry weekend across college football this weekend. You got the Iron Bowl with Alabama and Auburn. You got the Civil War with Oregon and Oregon State. You got the Apple Cup with Washington and Washington State. I think you got the Old Oak Bucket with Indiana and Purdue. You have the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night, so in case you really want to watch more football, you can watch the Egg Bowl with Mississippi and Mississippi State. But... As I'm looking through the list right now, again, I'm not picking the whole list for the upsets. I'm only doing the top 25 for this one. But believe it or not, and then this might not be a huge upset. Might not be a huge one, you know, right now. And this is, as of right now, the polls haven't been revealed yet. So Oregon State could fall off and probably end up 16th after their loss to Washington. Although they only lost by two. So the Beavers had their shot, and they still can affect this Pac-12 race if they beat Oregon. So this is actually going to be the upset of the weekend for me. Go with the Oregon State Beavers plus 13.5 over Oregon in the Civil War on Black Friday. Yes, that game will be on Friday. The Apple Cup will be on Saturday. So for all my West Coast fans, that's the difference there. And then you got all these other rivalries that I'm going to break down in the holiday episodes. Uh, both tonight and tomorrow night. So still a long way to go for those. But that is my upset pick as of today. And... Quite frankly, you got Florida State and Florida. If you want a second one, and this is why I'm heading into the segue here with the college football poll playoff reveal. You know, the the new poll won't come out here until four. But, and this is why I'm leading into a second upset pick. Because you got that Sunshine State rivalry. No, it is not Florida State-Miami. Although that's the better rivalry of the Florida rivalries. But you got Florida and Florida State. No Jordan Travis for the rest of the season for Florida State. Is that going to affect the committee's decision when it comes to the top four? In all honesty, I mean, I let me take a look at the line really quick and then I'll give you my thoughts on if that's going to change anything with Jordan Travis's injury the quarterback for Florida State, but I want to see, yeah, Utah's favorite minus 22. That would be an easy pick if I wanted you to do that. Uh, Arizona, 
plus minus ten and a half in Tempe in the Territorial Cup. That's fun too. But let's see. Yep, Washington's favored sixteen and a half in the Apple Cup. Uh, Notre Dame's got Stanford. Eh, eh. Okay, let me. I'm gonna take a look. I wonder if because Florida State's playing Florida. I wonder if they're playing on Black Friday. Uh, looks like it. Let's see. Friday. TCU, Oklahoma. Boo. Iowa, Nebraska. No. I just want to see what that is. Tennessee. Yeah, Florida State. Florida. Florida State's minus six and a half. Watch for that line to probably either move down a point or move up because I haven't seen Florida since week one of the college season. Actually, I haven't seen them since they played Tennessee. So, I don't know how Florida has looked since. But, now without Jordan Travis for Florida State, I'm kind of thinking that the committee will move Washington in to the top four. They should. Now they should. You know, when the initial rankings came out, I complained to you guys on one of the episodes that Washington should be ahead of Florida State because Washington looks better. And then they played USC and gave up 40-plus points. And by the way, you know, this is just an off-topic thing. What a way to lay an egg, USC. Oh, wait a minute. That's what USC does when they have nothing to gain. So congratulations to the Bruins. You brought the bell. You brought the bell back to Westwood. It's gonna be painted blue. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. With the predictions here, my top four are as follows. It will be, and maybe the committee won't do it now. But if Florida State does struggle with Florida this weekend whether it is Black Friday or it is Saturday, whenever the game is. If Florida State does struggle with Florida, and let's say they only win like 20 to... or let's say 24 to 21 Florida State, and then Washington just blows out Washington State in the Apple Cup in Seattle on Saturday night, if or Saturday afternoon... If that happens, then Washington should be in the top four, and all they'd have to do is beat either Oregon or Arizona because, yes, I'm going with the Beavers again. I'm riding with the Beavers. If Oregon State finds a way to beat Oregon, then pretty much Washington's a win-and-in scenario because I don't know if Bo Nix has anything left to prove other than his own Heisman case, but... Again, my top four predictions, there's nothing that's going to change in six through eight, maybe, but the top four will be, the, or top five will be this. It'll be Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Washington, because I do believe that Jordan Travis injury and the way they started out against Northern Alabama, it probably raised a little bit of eyebrows, and it should have. Raised a little bit of eyebrows for Florida, Florida State's possibility of being in the top four. Their last opportunity to improve 
in their little ranking to make their case for being in the top four is when they play Louisville next weekend. But I, right now, I'd go with Washington at four. So you have Georgia at one, Michigan at, or Georgia at one, Ohio State two, Michigan at three, and Washington at four, which then would make Florida State at five, Oregon at six, Texas seven, and Alabama at eight. Otherwise, that's how that would break down. Those are my predictions. Who knows how the rest of it will play out, but at least within the top eight, that's how I have it. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Texas, and Alabama. Those are your top eight. Who knows how it will actually play out. Maybe the committee will be stupid enough and they keep Florida State in there. And they'll just say, well, now we got to actually evaluate what Florida State will look like without Jordan Travis. Well, even if they win against Florida, it won't be that convincing. I'm sorry. But, you know, these, these guys in suits, honestly, are dumb as rocks. But, you know, that's what we run now as far as college football goes. Anyway, with that, let's go ahead and wrap this show up. Let's see where I'm at. Yeah, I got time for the audit report and the Monday Night Football recap. Listen, congratulations, Philly. You won. You won. 21-17. You shouldn't have. But when you have, I don't know, when you're facing the team that is leading the league in drop passes, including that beautiful pass that Mahomes threw late, that Valdez Scantling dropped, Travis Kelsey dropped a pass or two. You know, I don't care if Taylor Swift was not in the room. I don't care. She has no effect on the game whatsoever. Yet, I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Why? Because had some of those had Valdez Scantling would have caught in the ball, had Sky Moore had a few of those receive had a few of those drop passes been caught, Kansas City would have had at least twenty eight to thirty points. Should have had a few of those passes been caught. So congratulations, Philly! You won the game. You went on the road. You still have the best record in the NFL, but. Kansas City lost because their receivers couldn't hold on to the ball. I actually couldn't even catch the ball. So, as far as the audit report, here's how it goes. Kansas City 1, Philly 2, San Francisco at 3, Dallas at 4, Detroit at 5, Baltimore at 6 after their huge win on Thursday, uh, 7, I'm trying to think who... Do I honestly believe it's the seventh best team, Jacksonville? I mean, they bounced back, but you played you played an god awful Tennessee team that, outside of their defense, they just have nothing to really speak of. And you're facing Will Levis in their four, in his fourth start. So cool, you're a bounce back team. You're at seven. Uh, Cincinnati, you're basically out of the top ten. You were at eight heading into last week, but. Now that Joe Burrow is out for the year, it's a little iffy. 
as to who the Bengals will get. But Cleveland will be at 8 after their huge win on Sunday. 9 will be trying to... Because you're looking through... I don't see a whole lot else. Houston. And then... If you look... Buffalo. Like, Houston ranked higher than Buffalo. It's because C.J. Stroud is playing better. Yes, I know he had three interceptions in a game for the first time in his career. But as a rookie, he's supposed to have those. I'm surprised he hadn't had it until last week. But right now, he is playing better than the than Josh Allen. And yes, Josh Allen played well against the Jets. But the Jets have now basically said... Zach Wilson, you really, really suck. We're going to have Tim Boyle be the starter. And, oh yeah, Trevor Simeon, you are now off the practice squad. So that right there on your own, you know, Trevor Simeon, we're signing to the active roster off our own practice squad because Zach Wilson is terrible. We demoted him to QB3. So that's ultimately why Buffalo is at 10 and Houston's at 9. They're, that's the only reason between those two. Cleveland at eight. Their defense is going to carry him for as long as it goes. And DTR, is, for as good as he played against Pittsburgh, you need to get a little more offense out of him. Please, just a little. And I'll believe in Cleveland a little more. That's why they're at eight. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence... Higher than DTR a little bit. And the top five is the top five for a reason. And then six is Baltimore. Look, if Lamar does not get banged up, Baltimore would actually jump ahead of Detroit. But I just have big, weary, and eerie concerns about Lamar Jackson. That's why Baltimore's at six. And then... The top five is the top five for a reason. Kansas City, still the best team in this league, despite last night's loss. Philly, number two. San Francisco at three. You took care of business. Uh, Dallas at four and Detroit at five. So again, I'm just reiterating those just in case you have to scrub back and forth. But with that... I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, you can listen to the show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Trees or Stitcher. TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. Or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show exclusively on Rumble, either by downloading the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores, or go to rumble.com on your desktop computer and search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe, and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show which is up to episode 609. With this time, it actually is. I made that mistake when I was uploading last night's video to Rumble. But uh, it is episode 609 now on Rumble. 
Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithm. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow the show on social media, either through the Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast, the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can follow me personally on X by going to at Austin underscore Gerke on X. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. And, 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 for post, for non-show related content, you got to follow me on Instagram, at Ostispamonti, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I, again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I, and one more time in case you haven't forgotten, search for the username ADGurky on Rumble if you are going to watch the video portion of the show, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E, again, that's A. D-G-E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. So that's just one more check. But after that, I'm off for today. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.